0: Hey guys, so I'm driving home right now, so this probably isn't going to be a very long one, but I wanted to talk a little about the retrograde season that's going on at the minute. Uh, I don't tend to talk so much about spirituality anymore, even though it's like a real core part of everything I speak about will have roots in spiritual beliefs, just because that's like the way my mindset is. And at the minute i'm not an astrology girl in the slightest but i am aware we either have five or six planets in retrograde at the minute and considering there's only eight planets um that's quite a lot um if you don't know what a retrograde is i'm going to try my best to explain it off the top of my head but research it before you use me as your reference because i kind of don't know what i'm talking about like i, I know what i'm talking about but i'm driving the wrong way <laughs> oh <no. laughs> i'm going back to work sorry um yeah i kind of do know what i'm talking about but at the same time like don't be upset if i've explained something wrong and then someone's like that's not right so basically a retrograde is when the planet like visually to your eyes moving backwards and I'm already explaining this terribly But I'm just going to go with it Each planet represents a different aspect of Like I don't know life I guess So like Mercury is to do with communication Venus is to do with like love and relationships Mars is to do with like Passion and power and like how you navigate through things with like how headstrong you are kind of thing. I just know that if Daisy's listening to this right now, she's going to rip me a new one because it's probably going to come across as all really wrong. So, So sorry about that. Um, but yeah, basically we are right now in the thick of it. Like it couldn't be more of a retrograde season than it is right now. And, um, I think the big one for most people right now is Mercury retrograde and Venus retrograde because like I just said, Mercury's communication and Venus is love and relationships. So the fact that they're both sort of in a retrograde at the same time means that our relationships are kind of gonna, I say take a toll. I find that retrogrades are a really useful time to help us acknowledge our triggers. So an example for me is recently all of all of my relationships because it's mercury retrograde old relationships come back around so i've recently been reconnecting with a lot of old friends and a lot of people I haven't seen for a really long time which is really really nice but it's also making me sort of realize why those relationships came to an end in the first place and triggers are potentially being brought up in relationships not these old relationships but new relationships that are making me realize why these old relationships ended and why they didn't need to end. So like kind of self-reflection on my part. Um, I also find with Mercury retrograde as well, the sort of pop culture mindset of it is like, everyone's wronging me and I'm so upset and I'm emotional. And like, it's a little bit deeper than that. Like you kind of have to, I'm not saying you're doing everything wrong in terms of Mercury retrograde, but what I am saying Is that I feel like a lot of times when we're triggered by something, there's a reason for that, you know, and it's not always because someone else is trying to wrong you or someone else is trying to upset you or aggravate you it's just that at this time specifically as well like we've just had a full moon like a super full moon as well in Pisces and Pisces is a water sign and water signs correlate with basically crying all the time again I know that's so not accurate but that's just the way my brain perceives it um so for me this super full moon really got me feeling like I was really snappy but I was also like crying Like, I was just, like, I would snap and then I'd cry because I felt bad that I'd snapped at someone. And then I'd be like, I'm the worst person in the world. And I'd be all, like, self-deprecating and, you know, it just became, like, this whole... I mean, to be fair, I've definitely noticed that I'm I'm much better at dealing with conflict now than I used to be. Um, And I can sort of... Instead of just shutting down and being like "Hmm, I'm not talking about this like getting in a sulk I can kind of you know explain how I feel and why I feel those things which is a sign of growth but I do still have that initial like shut down shut down shut down because that was kind of I've spoken about this before in another podcast but that was sort of my childhood response was to just shut down because i was sort of rarely listened to as a kid people didn't really want to hear me out especially like in school and that sort of environment so it's sort of at this point in time i feel like i'm being tested in a sense to see if when sort of really severe triggers come up for me i can still like acknowledge that like my inner child feels that way but behave differently because the more you behave differently in a situation the more that becomes your new normal if that makes sense i really hope that makes sense but like it's kind of like if you have done something one way for your whole life and that's kind of what your brain is just comfortable with regardless of how healthy it is or how kind or nice it is that's what your brain is going to do so if you're like a bitch and your comfort thing is to just be a bitch if someone's triggered you and just be like snappy and rude and cold and curt. you're gonna do that regardless of the fact that that's quite immature and not very nice. You're also probably not gonna realize like that you're being a bit of a bitch. Um, so that first time that you decide to, I don't know, be vulnerable and be like, I didn't like it when you spoke to me that way or it felt like that comment was personal instead of just making another personal dig back that's gonna feel really out of character and probably gonna like not feel right for you it's not gonna sit right even though it's the right thing to do it's kind of it's like you're introducing a completely new way of communicating into your life which it is just it just unsettles everything and it doesn't mean it's a bad thing it just means that your body and your brain has to get, sorry, some can't really out in front of me, has to get used to that mindset and, it's like, the more you do it, the easier it gets, so, like, for me, for example, um, I'm really working on, if I feel offended by something, being, like, that really upset me, here's why, instead of just being, like, no, I'm not talking about it, you have upset me, you figure out why, because that's just not, you know, people aren't mind readers and even if they are, they shouldn't be expected to have to deal with your emotional state, like, like i say all the time everyone reacts to everything completely differently and you know it's sort of not up to everyone else to fix your mood um i kind of I, I mean i'm a waitress and my big thing as a waitress is if a customer is being like shitty with me unless they use their words i'm not i see no problem like you know when a customer will like puff and puff and like Roll their eyes, and and they obviously want you to ask if something's wrong, but you just can't be asked. Like you're just like, oh, I've, I've had enough of this today. Like unless they use their words, I'm not gonna, you know, mollycoddle you, and and be like, is there, is everything okay? Because I know that I'm probably just gonna get shouted at. Like, so why would I sign myself up for that? You know, in a work setting, and you can kind of apply that to other parts of life. So I think that's like maybe the Mercury retrograde mindset for me at the minute is evaluate how you're reacting to things Um, one thing that I've really come to notice this retrograde specifically and another one of my friends said she'd noticed as well both individually in ourselves was realizing times where we're both negative like self negativity or internalized negativity or times when we project negativity onto others um, So another example for me, basically, I live with my work. I I haven't really been doing anything else this summer except for working because I'm saving for a big trip. Woo. Um, But yeah, a big thing with that is obviously customers. Um, I've been noticing that I just kind of have been taking the wrong end of the stick a lot with a lot of different customers, kind of almost. It seems for no reason, like someone will just look at me in a way and they probably don't even mean anything by it. And I'm like, you're rude, so rude, not serving you but like they didn't do anything wrong i'm just being dramatic for like literally no reason and i think on the full moon i took the time to you know general if you don't know like what you should do on the full moon basically the energy of the full moon is sorry i just like envisioned the finance bros rolling their eyes i don't care the energy of the full moon is really really good for allowing your feelings to kind of bubble up so you know how sometimes when you watch a really emotional movie or when you have a really heartfelt moment certain feelings arise that movie has triggered an an energy change in you and the moon is basically the exact same thing it triggers an energy change that incites different types of emotions like that was a really nice way to put it that might make it more understandable for people that are like but it's the moon um everything vibrates at a frequency you know the moon is no exception and things do vibrate at a different frequency depending on like how much light is hitting it you know think about water as ice will vibrate at a different frequency than water as steam it's the same way like you know uh sorry there's cars everywhere you know, a new moon and a full moon have very different energies. It's still the same moon, but the light is completely different. I'm just trying to explain it to people that probably like maybe don't have as deep of an understanding as why. Because the the full moons really affect me. Like I am a crier on the full moons all the time. And um, I feel like trying to explain that to people, like why is, is really difficult. So I hope that kind of helps. But yeah, I think so for me, full moons are used to think about what I have, what I want to have, how far I've come, where I'm going. I just find it a really, really beneficial time to sit down and reflect. And it sort of also ensures that at least once a month, every single month, I'm giving myself an opportunity to reflect upon myself. If I don't do it at any other point during the month, which I I usually do, I try and do some form of self-reflection, like at least every day, like whether it's daily gratitudes or just like picking up on behaviors of myself, maybe just like living in awareness in general. But say, for example, I don't have that time at least I know then I mean I do the new moon as well like I do both of them religiously so at least every two weeks I'm doing some kind of self-reflection um so I write down things that I'm grateful for that I've received this month things that I'm um not happy with in my life at the minute and wish like wish I didn't have things that I want to release things that I do currently have in my life that I think aren't beneficial for me um And also, like, any manifest... I mean, I don't really manifest because I don't need anything. I'm pretty happy with my life and the way it's going. And I don't really... You know, I... Like, I was going to say, I don't believe in manifestation. That's not true. I 100% believe in manifestation. There's just nothing I want right now, you know? I very rarely manifest. And if I do, it's usually, like, on the new year. um, And that's kind of it. And... Like, I, um, on the new year, I did all my, here's what I want for 2023. And I got them all by April. Like, literally all of them. I, I ticked off every one by April. So, I you know, I don't really need anything else this year. I got everything I wanted. So, you know, I, I'm also a very big believer in, like, no one to stop. Like, I got everything I wanted for the year. So, I should just be happy and, and exist in that place of enjoying what I've got right now as opposed to being like wow I've crossed this off what more can I have like I can have more 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 because I think that's how you get into a lack mindset of whatever I have is not enough and I think that's not a great mindset to have so yeah I don't really manifest but if you want to manifest you can manifest, you can manifest money, you can manifest people whatever you want Um, and I think writing things down for me is really really great as a way to get things out I often find as well that the the pen does it for me, almost. Sometimes things come out that I didn't even realise were an issue. Um, It just sort of gives my self-conscious, self-conscious? Subconscious, the chance to speak for me. You know, it's, it's a nice time. I really enjoy the full moon and I also take it as a real time to focus on myself. Like if anyone knows me, they'll know that the night of the full moon I will have two hours to myself and I might have plans but I will be like full moon stuff comes first that's just the way you know I think that's just the way that my brain operates um but I found it to be really beneficial for keeping me like on track and keeping me grounded so I highly recommend to do that if you haven't done that this month the new moon will be coming up in two weeks um new moons are to set new intentions so imagine the full moon is like um the peak of the month so it's like Um, the pinnacle of the energy point, whereas the new moon is like the minimum energy point. So it's really great for starting things off on a new foot. So if you want to start taking up a sport or if you want to start a new relationship with someone that's just recently come back into your life, focus that energy around new moons and it will typically sort of give you a bit more willpower to continue on throughout the rest of the lunar month. I also kind of operate more throughout the astrological and lunar calendar than the like typical weekly calendar just because I find it works better for me and my brain so like I take April as the start of the year um, and then October as like the middle of the year I really hope that makes sense because um, April's the start of the astrological new year and it just, I find it really helps to set my intentions then I mean I did all my manifestations for the new year like January new year um but I find that I think maybe it's just because like the back to school season everything you know what I mean like April's like the start of spring and it's the start of like a new it's just newness you know like we're coming out of that slog of like winter and like the cold months and then October's the start of, like, you know, the seasons start to change. Leaves start to fall. or they've probably already fallen by that point. But I just find that works really well for me as a way to, you know, focus my energy more. So, like, the next big holiday for me will be... Hmm. i forgotten what it's called. I am not a spiritualist. There's a pagan holiday on... In April, no, in October. And there's one in April too. But I know Beltane's the one in April, and I can't remember what the one in October is. But it's basically like Imagine Harvest. It's like th- that equivalent, you know, where you kind of look at how you've come throughout the year and ma- imagine it as your halfway point before you get to the winter sol- solstice. So, sorry, I've really gone on a rumble. I'm just trying to ha- get people to understand the, like, philosophy behind why things are done at these points in time. Um, Back to the retrogrades, because I'm aware that I actually just stopped talking about that forever. But I think this retrograde period is a really difficult time for a lot of us because I think while we're reconnecting with what we have, I think we're also thinking about what we've lost. And for me, the past few months have been really hard because I recently lost something very significant to me and I would to be honest consider this my first period of true grief and I know a lot of people will have already experienced grief and they'll already you know have been through that whether it's the loss of a relative or a loved one or a pet whatever, a relationships ended, I hadn't experienced that before, and that hit me super duper hard, and I mean, it was more of an ambiguous loss, it wasn't necessarily a death, but the past few months, I've been sort of, you know, trying to deal with it in a healthy way, and try and not resort to unhealthy, healthy coping mechanisms like I would have done in in the past and it's been harder (laughs) it's harder to go through things mindfully and presently is presently a word with a present mindset it's harder to do that than it is to use escapism because then you really have to feel it and I mean one thing that I've always really struggled with. I'm very emotionally aware and emotionally in tune. Um, I also intellectualise the fuck out of my emotions. Like, I know exactly why I have all my emotions. I know why I feel all my emotions. I know where they stem from. I know the childhood reasoning behind them. Like, I can tell you all of that. I'm like a therapist's dream. But one thing that I think I do is, like, avoid feeling my emotions because I intellectualise them so much. And... I think, you know, this period of time has really allowed me to just grieve and, like, actually understand what it is to feel emotions and to process things. I was going to say humanly. (laughs) I've definitely processed things humanly before, but I also know a lot of other people that are going through similar life phases right now and... So it's just a really hard time because as much as it's so beneficial for our growth and our development, like I've said literally a million times before, growth isn't easy and it's not always nice to have to grow. Sometimes we just want to enjoy where we are. And that's kind of what I was saying earlier about how with the manifestations, like just enjoy where you are and just enjoy what you've received because, you know, there are going to be times where Things aren't going to be easy and they're going to be hard and it's going to hit you hard. And at those points, it's really sort of crucial to look back on how far you've come from where you were. You know, like, for example, at the point that I hit all of those manifestations for the year was when I say things started going downhill. They didn't go downhill for me. I'm like mentally probably the most secure I've ever been However, this one specific incident really took a toll on every aspect of my mindset just because of how all consuming it was. But at the same time, at least then I had the balance and the duality to be able to go, well, even though I'm really grieving this loss right now and going through this really hard time, at least I can say that I achieved all the things that I wanted to achieve in a really short time frame when I didn't expect it to to be that quick you know so it's like it's the duality of like I have to go through the bad but I'm also appreciating the good I'm gonna stop there because I have a really worrying call that some wait no I'm sorry I have a really worrying feeling that someone's gonna call me and then it will stop my audio and this whole podcast will be ruined but thank you guys so much for listening and I hope this retrograde period is okay for you and if not you will get through it just don't shout at anyone love you guys bye